Hello, I'm Joshua. And I'm Mary, and welcome to From the Heart. Orlando is widely known for its tourist spots and attractions, but many people don't know about its thriving arts community. We are excited to introduce to you talented and passionate artists who shape our arts community. How do they create and why? And how can Orlando benefit from an even greater arts presence? On each episode, we'll meet guests who are influential leaders and artists who are truly making a difference. From the Heart. Hello, Mary. Hi, Joshua. It is so good to see you. Great to see you, too. I wish everybody that was listening on this lovely Sunday night could see your cool shirt. Aww. It's like, I don't know how to explain it. It's like... A cobalt blue. Yeah, and it's like Dutch meets, like, <laughs> I don't even know how to explain it, but it's so super cool. It's kind of artsy, I figure. It is very artsy. I always try to figure, what do I have today that looks creative and that's clean? And then I wear it. <laughs> <laughs> Let's make clean over creative. For, actually, clean is, is cre- If it's not clean, that's part of creativity, right? I don't know. Sometimes. I'm just talking out loud. How was your week? It was a wonderful week. Yeah. And I always look forward to this day. I, I There are times on probably every day where I think of a guest we've had and a conversation and I think of guests coming up that I'm looking forward to seeing. Yeah, we have had so many wonderful people on the show. And we have we have the show booked now through the end of October, it's which amazing. is exciting because you think about a vibrant arts community and mm-hmm. how many wonderful leaders that it takes to create that. And uh, that we have that many shows to be able to do. I love it. And now we're getting calls from people who are looking forward to coming on. Saying, when when yeah, can you get us on? And we hope that you, our listeners, have learned a little bit so- something about the arts landscape and all the different things that our arts uh, organizations are doing outside of what might happen on the stage. We've had such a good time learning here, here. about all the outreach programs and education programs and, and different things that you would never Made know a big about. Difference. You know, I was just thinking for those of our listeners listening now, if there has been something you heard on one of our shows and you went to a concert or a show or you started lessons in a certain way, let us know. We have a Facebook page. It would be nice to know in what way, what show maybe made a difference for you. Well, and you're so funny because you're always so good to remember to tell people. And if you if you see if you go to the show, tell them that Josh and Mary sent you. <laughs> and then I'll randomly be at places and I'll meet people and they'll go, oh, you're the Josh and Mary that we were talking about. So it works. Sometimes Yay. it actually happens. Uh, so we have a great week in the arts. Lots of wonderful things happen in our community. Today, we are very excited to be talking Uh, to wonderful leaders in Osceola County, not just in Osceola County, really um, all over our region, uh, but that are doing some great work in the school system and in the arts programs and a very specific program that's happening over the summer uh, called the Summer Start Arts Intensive. And so today on the show, we have, I call her the queen bee of the arts in Osceola County, (laughs) uh, but Debbie Famey, who's an arts resource specialist, and Pamela Haas, who's also an arts resource specialist, fine and performing arts, to get both those in there. We also have Sophia Garcia, who is a student who's just graduated and uh, was a part of the Summer Arts uh, Start Arts Intensive. And Frank Zwali, like Wally with a Z, uh, is also a student. And then Christine Garcia, she has several roles and titles today. She is the mom of Sophia, probably the very most important title, I'm sure, uh, but also a volunteer for the START program. So she's going to be able to give us a good uh, insight from a volunteer perspective. And then she's also a program specialist for uh, it, for autism spectrum disorder wow. in the school system. So wow. a really great person to talk about um, you know, diversity and inclusiveness, yes. not only through this program, but in the oscillation county school system so exciting things welcome to all of you yes 
Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> You're <great>. on. <laughs> so glad you guys are here. And uh, we, we love just having conversation about neat things that are happening in our arts community. And um, Debbie and Pam, I just so respect what you what you guys are doing. You're making huge strides in a places that does have its challenges and have its obstacles, especially when it comes to the arts and having accessibility to the arts. Um, and so before we even start this conversation, um, just know that you're so well loved and respected in our mm. arts community. So Thank keep you. up the, the great work. So Debbie, tell us about this. Uh, is this was this your baby? Like, is this your brainchild? It really started with uh, a former student who wound up at the Juilliard School in New York City and his former drama teacher who was teaching middle school. When he was a middle school student, the arts were pretty void in Osceola County. The whole county had one auditorium at one of our high schools. Mm. That was it. So anybody that needed to use an auditorium would have to book it with Gateway High School. And that was what Evan Todd, the former student, now Juilliard student, remembered of Osceola County. The Juilliard School has a a tremendous uh, outreach program where they try to bring to give their students um, the opportunities to use their artistry in areas that are deprived. So Evan had the opportunity to go to Africa and work, I believe it was was with orphans in Africa, mm. uh, and, and bring a program to them. And it was strictly a theater program that he that was being brought into Africa. But he after that experience, he was so moved by going into an area that was did not have very many resources and the impact that it had on those children that he contacted his old drama teacher and he said, I'd really like to bring this into my community because I feel like we're under-resourced in Osceola County. That was the same year that I became I, I left my elementary music position and went into the into my county position. Mm-hmm. So his drama teacher, Nina Cochran, uh, contacted me and said, I have Evan Todd, who I remembered when he was a student in our schools. I have Evan Todd, who's interested in doing this. Can we meet mm-hmm. and see if we can make it a possibility? She happened to have a principal who was extremely supportive of the idea of bringing in a group of Juilliard teaching artists for the summer. And so we already had that part of it covered. We knew we'd have a home to, in which to create this. I went to my new bosses because I had only been on the job for about a month. So mm. they were new to me and sold them on the idea. And with that, we moved forward and it became a countywide project. And it has now enjoyed eight years as such. Wow. I love that everyone was was quick to say yes. Mm-hmm. You don't always hear that. Well, were they quick to say yes? They, they, they really were. Yeah. I mean, how? And actually, I mean, I think we're the envy of the state. You know, I, I think that many school districts would love to have this program, and selling them on the benefits of bringing in. Some of them didn't really know what Juilliard was. I had mm. to tell them, you know, it was kind of the Harvard for arts education. Um, but when they realized the opportunity it was for us, they really they they jumped in quite easily. So help us understand the program. So this is a partnership between the school district of Osceola County, the Juilliard School in New York City, and the Education Foundation of Osceola. What are each one of their roles and do they help with funding? Pam, do you want to jump in and tell us a little bit about um, that? Sure, I can I can help with that. Um, so the Education Foundation actually helps to fund the, the Osceola County school teachers. Mm. Um, I'm, I'm sorry, 
the school district helps to fund the Osceola (laughs) County um, teachers that are um, involved. I'm actually one of the teachers um, for the visual arts. And I'm just going to backtrack for a second because I have kind of a cool story. Um, Year one, as Debbie has mentioned, um, during the showcase for year one, my daughter was actually part of that program in year one. And it was seeing the students that day that made me decide to become a teacher. Wow. So wow. it was right after that I I put in an application and and that's how my educational role had started. So what was it about that day? Just the impact of of what it had done to my own child and um seeing her thrive on stage and seeing the other students. Um it's it's quite a unique project and and program. So um, you're sitting here today on mm-hmm. this radio show because of this Absolutely. program. That's really awesome. So yeah. Um, she quickly became one of our very best visual arts teachers. So wow. she was a good Thanks. find. And what, did you, what were you doing before you were a teacher? Were you just a visual artist? Not yeah, just I was a, in the, I was in the design visual, business. Okay. I was, yeah, design. Cool. So, um, so that I thought was unique and worth mentioning um, since we're talking about the START program. Mm-hmm. But as far as the, um, the funding sources, so the school district actually funds the Osceola County uh, school teachers. So we have... It is a true collaboration between the Juilliard teaching artists that come down and the Osceola County teachers um, mm. that are involved in the program. So myself, um, the, the Co- uh, Nina Cochran, who started the program, and her husband, Randy Cochran, who is also the um, technical theater teacher at St. Cloud, um, Cloud High School. And um, so myself, another visual art teacher, and um, we have a choral instructor, too, that um, is involved with the program. And we added creative writing. And creative and writing. And creative writing. And teacher. creative writing. And um, sometimes we'll have, uh, you know, a few other teachers, a band teacher and that kind of thing. So you have six Osceola County instructors and you have 11 Juilliard trained instructors mm-hmm. that come down and work hand in hand. And you have over 300 students audition for to be in this. Mm-hmm. And you can only fill 150 spots. Is that oh, all still that right? Or? We usually wind. It is hard. It is hard. <laughs> it's very hard. We wind up stretching it to 160 or even 170. Yeah. yeah we, which wow. is very different than the model that Evan started with. He okay. started when he went to Africa. What he envisioned was a group of 30 children <laughs> all doing theater. And in discussions between Nina, his drama teacher, myself, and, and Evan, we were like, well, we want it to be multi-arts disciplined and we mm. want it to be multi-ages. Mm-hmm. And by the way, we'd like about 170 kids. So after we picked him up off the floor, <laughs> <laughs> we kind of did a little negotiating and wow. that's where we So got. the 160 students or the 100, however many, you, the, that's multidisciplinary. So that's it all is. the different areas. You know, Mary, it's interesting because this story so resonates with me because it's it's very similar to our story. We started in the same year at CFCR <laughs> oh, 2010. Right, right. And um, we we had a little tiny vision and then it became this big vision <laughs> and it became multidisciplinary for multiple ages. And so I very much resonate yeah. with what you guys did. And it's interesting because as you're adding creative writing, you're adding visual arts, and you're adding instrumental and mm-hmm. you're building on this. You're seeing that you're building that because there's a need. You're That's finding exactly that right. Right. there's Absolutely. these students who yes. also in these disciplines need these opportunities. And mm-hmm. I love that. Mm-hmm. So um, what about, um, what are some challenges that you guys, because, you know, there are many challenges in starting something like this. What are some challenges that you guys have faced, Debbie, in creating this program? I think one of the biggest challenges is educating the our own arts teachers. What do you mean? Truthfully. Um, it is such a phenomenal opportunity, but some of our arts teachers 
see it almost as a threat to their mm. program, I think. They're afraid to let their students go and have this unique experience. Um, they feel like it. the students might not want to come back to their arts programs. I really don't understand it. But Is it like, uh, okay, and how do, you, how do you work with a Juilliard teaching professional and come back to my classroom? Is that kind of the, I, I, is I like, how do you? I really don't know, but I do know that we have an extremely hard time getting word out to our students through our arts teachers. Mm. So much so that we create it like a, a youth um, ambassador program oh. where we're sending students, you know, who have experienced the program out into the schools to talk to other students. Do they go into a class one day or do they have an assembly? Well, it's not an assembly. It's more going into like the band. We had, we had trouble getting instrumental students to apply. So, you know, getting into the instrumental classroom. Mm. Uh, we also began a, a program which is an outgrowth which we'll talk about a little later, the road to college. But that was kind of our way to get into every school so that we were sure that all of our students were hearing mm -hmm. the same message and having the same opportunity to apply for for this, you know, for the program in the summer. Mm -hmm. But we were seeing we were seeing like some schools would have only one or two applicants. So obviously the word was not getting, getting out. out. Sure. As it should. You're listening to Magic 107.7 FM from the heart. Joshua, didn't we have someone here once that was a part of this program that yeah. spoke to us when we were over on that side? We did, but I don't remember who it was. Yeah. We'll Somebody figure that out. And it wasn't you, Debbie. Somebody else mm -hmm. was talking about the program. The program we'll we have part to figure that out. So you guys have themes every year, right? I mean, there, there's a theme that you work under. And who sets those themes? Is it kind of a collaboration of ideas? Or is, do the teaching artists from Juilliard say, this is kind of the umbrella we want to work under for the summer? Yeah, it's usually a collaboration between uh, Nina Cochran and um, in kind of the, the, the Osceola crew um, headed by Nina and then um, the Juilliard uh, teaching artist. So um, for the past several years, we've had uh, kind of our lead from Juilliard has been um, a uh, gentleman named Marcus Guy, mm. Crawford Guy, and um, he's phenomenal. And uh, He's, um, you know, been the one to kind of spearhead. So this year, our, our um, theme was called Intersections and mm. where the arts collide. So it was really about taking two different art forms and seeing where they connect, where they mesh, where they, you know, how, the, how you can take two art forms and create one. a performance out of them. <laughs> <laughs> intersections. That, well, speaking of intersections, we've come to one on our show. Oh, that was such a good segue, Mary. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to take just a little break, but we will be right back to hear a little bit more all about this wonderful, wonderful work going on in Osceola mm -hmm. County in the Arts. We're From the Heart, 107.7 FM. Welcome back to From the Heart on Magic 107.7 FM. This is Joshua Vickery with my lovely co-host, Mary Thompson Hunt. And we hope you're having a fabulous Sunday evening. And we are having a blast getting to know more about this wonderful opportunity in Osceola County through the Osceola County Public School System uh, called the Summer Start with the Art Really Highlighted Arts Intensive. And we're speaking to Debbie Famey, Pamela Haas, Sophia Garcia, Frank Zawali, and Christine Garcia. 
And Debbie, we were just chatting over. Uh, we we wish you could kind of keep the the record rolling as we go because we have such good conversation in our breaks. But you were telling us that uh, you're not always looking for the most talented students. It's a it's a variety of things you're looking for. What are some of those attributes in students? Well, you're looking for during audition, every student will audition in a particular arts discipline. And we really look for the kind of passion and drive and uh, just dedication to the arts and willingness to take risks. That's a big thing mm. because I might be auditioning as a choral student, but once I'm accepted into the program, I'm going to have sessions like masterclass type sessions in every one of the art forms. Dance so I will be doing monologue. Mm-hmm. I will be doing dance. And so if I'm one of these vocalists that's a little prima donna, I'm not going to make it in this program. Mm. And so it's very interesting the way we do auditions. We audition them in their discipline. And then when they get and we talk to them, we kind of feel them out during that time. And we try to give them a little direction and see how they are taking direction to see how flexible they are. Um, And then if they make the callback list, the callback is not an individualized uh, audition. It's where they're put into a group situation Mm. and they're asked to create spontaneously. Mm -hmm. And we watch and see how they interact within that group. And it's really amazing. Give us an example of creating spontaneously. Are you talking about doing improv or? Exactly. They may be given a, a, a finite set of props and told to create a scene, and they're given maybe 30 minutes in which to do so. Now, remember that these students are coming from every middle and high school in our county, so they've never even met each other up Mm. until this Mm -hmm. day, and they're thrown into a group and spontaneously, and we sit back and we watch who's the leaders, who's the direction takers, Mm. who are the the people that are really reasonable and know this isn't going to work and can shift it, and it's amazing what we see in the potential and the abilities of our students. And are you casting for uh, a numbers of each? Like, well, you need so many director types, so many that are exceptional at this scale. Not really. No? It's more the collective, collaborative spirit mm-hmm. that we look for. And, you know, some that seem like they're too much leadership where they're, you know, a, a little bossy. Into the bossy. <laughs> yeah, maybe that's not who we want. Sure, you know? yeah. <laughs> yeah. What is a story of a transformative um, experience through this program that comes to mind when you think of how it's changed lives? Well, we have a couple we students here. We have two on here. here <laughs> Speaking of, Mary, oh, you let us right uh, into that. I have so that many happen? transformative <laughs> stories. but It's like that was planned or uh, something. Absolutely, because uh, one of them I watched grow from elementary school. So oh, his path was amazing. <laughs> Sophia and Frank. But I just want to mention this too, because um, you were saying that, that absolutely the students that are getting into college now and where they're getting to college has drastically changed since you started this. And do you think... Some of that is from this collaborative approach that you're taking and making them learn multiple disciplines. Like, have you seen a choral singer become a triple, quadruple threat oh my gosh, through yeah. your program? Yes, and then now yes. they're getting into... Mm. Yes, a visual artist who didn't even know he had a voice. Wow. And oh my wow. God, he wound up with a solo on the showcase. Really? In our first year. Yeah, we've seen students discover talents they absolutely did not know that they had. So does that make you, and, and Pam's not on the microphone now, we'll get it back into it, but does that make you, because I'm curious, as an educator, to think about even the approach to everyday arts education? Absolutely. Like, it's not that just the core selective, it's really you're yeah. going to get all of these things that we're going to ask you to be a part of so you can really find out 
what's your strength? And you it was even kind know. of, as an elementary music teacher, that was my philosophy anyway. I always had that kind of mindset. And so when this program happened, it just put it on steroids for me. That's awesome. And they're at an age where they're still discovering. So yes. why limit? It? Yes. Yeah, that's wonderful. And one more thing that I'd like to bring Christine in on is that um, we've, re- when you talk about transformative, we've seen such great breakthroughs in some of our students with disabilities. Mm. Um I think this program is so uh, open to all types of students. And so maybe Christine can talk about our success with some students that have some disabilities who have really had some breakthroughs with us. Absolutely. I've been volunteering for the whole eight years that they've had the program. When we first started it back at Horizon Middle School, um, our exceptional student education summer school was on campus and they allowed me to take children in and they could participate in the classes with my help and accommodations. And there was a student who was a nonverbal student on, on the spectrum who wouldn't talk or would try to use his communication device. Um, but we made it a requirement of him to use a communication device so that he could go in. And this was very rewarding for him. And he has started to use that communication device. So stories like that that occur. And also our higher functioning students that get into the program and we accommodate them just changing their whole social aspect. And mm-hmm. they have a group that they belong to. And they are reciprocating and just seeing that is amazing. And what a boost to their confidence to even get into the program, knowing that there might be some type of, you know, disability that they're dealing with. That's a boost to confidence just to be able to walk into the program and say, I made it like I'm in, you know, and for the young audience members who are also dealing with some Mm. kind of disability to see them and be inspired by it. I went to uh, Disneyland and there was a production of Aladdin there. And in the chorus was a woman in a wheelchair and they had her do the same choreography. When they turned, she turned when they backed and went and she had a solo and she was in the chorus. And I thought that's fabulous. Yeah. How represent. And it is really, (laughs) it is really inclusiveness that we're looking for. That's awesome. So Sophia, uh, you have been in the program since you were going to be a fifth grader and now you're graduating. Mm. What has this program meant to you? Well, for me, it's uh, been a great confidence booster, like we were talking about, because I've grown up in this program over the eight years. Um, Just having people who are being successful in the arts is great to see. Having the Juilliard students come down and everything, they show that it's possible for somebody, like a little fifth grader, Mm -hmm. you know, Somebody that, um, and especially from here, having Evan go to the Juilliard School mm. or going into the arts in general, it uh, really shows that you're able to do it as well, I think. Tell us a time when you did something that you didn't think you could do and you were scared, but you did it anyway. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> um, hmm. Was it auditioning for something or taking a part or doing it? Yeah, I, in um, high school. Mm-hmm. Uh, we did in our high school we did Sweeney Todd and I was really nervous to audition in the first place even though I'd been doing theater for a while and um I really took a leap and was able to audition for Mrs. Lovett mm. who is one of the lead did you play lead. her I did oh my <laughs> that's goodness that's a great role it was it was a great um confidence boost like to feel that I was able to do that and just to go forward and try something that I would never do or I would never see myself doing. And it really expanded who I was, um, especially as an artist, because I never thought I could do it. That's awesome. You know? Do you make what? meat pies now? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what high school do you go to? Um, I 
can you say one? What high school do you go uh, to? I went to St. Cloud High School. St. Cloud. Yes. And who was your drama teacher there? Who was your? It was a uh, Miss Nina Cochran. Okay. Oh, give <laughs> yeah. her a shout out. There we go, Nina Cochran. And I've actually seen the teaching artists that come in work with our students on strategies to overcome that fear and strategies. Mm-hmm. I mean, they do a they do a lot with them on preparing for auditions. And so, Christine, did some of that help you? Some of the advice that they. Uh, yeah. That they imparted <laughs> upon you. Yeah. Uh, that not def- Christine Sophia. Yeah. I mean, I'm sorry. <laughs> Just say Miss Garcia. <laughs> yeah. <in the> <laughs> Christine, have you auditioned? No. <laughs> no, that that definitely helped me, especially um when we were getting into college auditions. Um, we got to kind of talk back with them and then look back into I, I would take a lot of notes on the program, um, looking back into that and doing master classes with them, just sitting down and talking. It um it really helped with the auditions and how to prepare for auditions, especially. Has I it helped? That. Has the work that you've done in the arts helped you in other areas of your life? Oh, definitely. Um, when I was younger, I used to do speech, and I, I kind of got into that because of the arts. Um, I, I I was always shy as a kid, usually, and uh, doing theater just when I was in elementary school, that helped me um, open up and then be able to speak in front of other people, which is kind of hard to do for a lot of people in our generation. You know, that's the number one fear yeah. of mankind is public speaking in public. Yes, it, over death. <laughs> really? Yes. <laughs> yes. That's crazy. I de- yeah, it is, that right? is crazy. Yeah. Well, look, this young, shy kid is now going to school for theater and yes. uh, and a guest on a radio show. Here, look here. at that. So anybody <laughs> listening tonight can overcome those. So, Frank, let's chat with you. What? Uh, so you're on your way to Juilliard, which is very cool. Congrats uh, to Thank both you. of you for getting into school. But, Frank, how do you feel like this program has made your high school career better? Um, so when I first, when I first entered high school, uh, in my middle school, we didn't really have a theater program. Um, so I wasn't, my mindset wasn't really on doing theater when I first uh, joined high school. Um, there was a lot of stuff going on at home, so my mind was kind of elsewhere when I was at school. I wasn't really, I wasn't worried about my grades. I was just, I wanted to get in, get out sort of deal. Um, but then I saw the first show, which was Animal Farm, which Sophia was in. Um, and I knew that the power of that, of that story being told wanted me to find out something that I never would have cared to learn about. Mm. Um, so I knew that that aspect of storytelling is something I wanted to take part in. Um, so I was going to join the next year, but then my friend, uh, Mark Lopez, um, who lived in my neighborhood was like, you know, you don't have to wait till next year. You can audition for the next show, which was a uh, Pippin. So I auditioned for Pippin and I did that. And it was, what'd uh, you play? I was one of the, was one of the players is that ensemble? Yeah. yeah. Um, and I love the sense of community in the sense of, um, you know, it's the first time I've wanted to stay after school for five hours to do oh. something. <laughs> and then that changed my grades because, you know, in order to be in the show, you had to keep Caesar above. So it was oh. the first time I started to see um, changes in my grades. Wow. Um, so at, at you know, at first it was, I was like, oh yeah, this is Can fun. we just stop for a second? Cause yeah. it, I was just thinking I, I, this just, Okay, so in that, in this like uh, a minute and a half that you've spoken, you, you've said that the arts um, opened doors and gateways to subjects you would never have explored or cared about mm-hmm. because yeah. of the content of what you're working on. You also said it gave you a sense of community and connection yeah. in high school. And it academically made you a better student. He got better yeah. grades. What? Yeah. <laughs> and here, um, here. I love it. Yeah. And 
and I think that that just intensified uh, during the summer because that summer then start was coming around and I auditioned and I got in and um, seeing Juilliard students come down um, especially in Osceola County like what Miss Famey was saying how arts are kind of void in the county and especially when it comes to administration talking about going to college they see the price tag and they go oh, you can't you can't really do it let's go another option so mm -hmm. um, seeing people who are actually going to college for something that a lot of people in our our community are saying you can't really do um, kind of just opened my eyes to okay let me not let me not place limits on myself let me just kind of somebody's going to tell me to go somewhere if i want to go somewhere i'm just going to do that and see what happens um so you know you asked earlier like what's something that we remember from the program there was one in dance we had the exercise we had to hold our arms out and they wouldn't let us let them down for like 10 minutes just to see if we could do it and it was the the concept of mind over matter that you think you can't do it but you could I, like that's really sticks with me because it was you know I had no idea that I even wanted to do it a year ago. And then now I'm seeing this and I'm like, maybe maybe I might like this. And then it just kind of snowballed and it became- You had no thing. idea the potential that you had. Yeah. You didn't know what you didn't know. Is My, that, is that yeah, there's what you know, there's <laughs> what you don't know, and there's what you don't know that you don't know. Ah, that's very <laughs> true, that's awesome. So Frank, are, you're a singer as well? Yeah, I, uh, you know, at St. Cloud I dabbled a little bit of stuff. I was in chorus and I did. Did you sing soprano in the uh, bass? <laughs> <laughs> you got a good voice for voiceover. For sure. yeah, did you guys perform at the Osceola County uh, Principal Breakfast? Yes, yes we, we did. did. Yeah, I yeah. saw you both. And I was like, your faces look familiar. I remember yeah. you guys. That's they not awesome. only performed, they cr helped create that yeah. skit through research. You were, had kind of a lead role in it. I remember you did. Yeah, it was our... Um, a little group from St. Cloud, they they asked us to do breakfast, so we we teamed up with Oxa. That's and, awesome. Yeah, I mean, it was a it was a principal appreciation breakfast, and I sat next to a couple of assistant superintendents and got to chat with them. But you guys performed, and it was excellent. It really helped showcase um, what was going on in the arts in Osceola County. Don't you love it when the host has seen your work? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was hoping I wasn't wrong. I mean, I think I remembered you guys. You got a good mind. So uh, tell us uh, what, what you're going to be studying. Well, well, actually, you're going to tell us that when we come back because it's we're going to have time to take a break. This goes by way too fast. Mary. <laughs> it really does. But join us back here on Magic 107.7 FM from the heart. Welcome back to From the Heart Magic 107.7 FM. This is Joshua Vickery with Mary Thompson Hunt. And Mary, we are having such a good time. I'm inspired. Talking about, I wish we had more time because I feel like we're just kind of scratching the surface yes. of this wonderful program that's happening in Oslo County. And I just wanted to mention, because I don't know if we've kind of said this mission statement, but I think it's, it is inspiring in itself. But our mission is to challenge, to question, to transcend, to inspire, to validate, to be a catalyst, a springboard, and to be a place to begin, a place to start. I love that. <laughs> did, did you write that? 
It was a collaborative. How could I not know that? I know, it's so good. It's beautiful. So Debbie, we're going to talk, and Pam, we're going to talk a lot about the future of this program, but I just have a quick question about, you know, research and study shows that the summer time is such an important time in the life of a child or student. And um, so many that do not have opportunities in the summer, especially in elementary school, um, tend to fall behind academically, socially, all those types of things. Do you feel like that the students that take place in this intensive of the summer have an edge a little bit over students who might not be able to be involved in this type of programming over the summer? Do they feel like that there's a little bit of an edge in that? I, I do feel like it It definitely makes a, a big difference. They they work, it's a two-week arts mm-hmm. intensive, and they the students come, they start at 9, and we work them until 6 p.m., mm. wow. and then we go home and send them with research and practice and things like that. So it's, you know, it's a nonstop two weeks for them. Mm. Um, but what we found is they go back to their schools and they go and make appointments with their principals and want to know why we can't do things like this here in the school. <laughs> so it really does have that enduring effect and, and kind of puts a desire in them to be more collaborative among the arts disciplines and, and to they, they want that, those higher benchmarks set for them. Yes, yeah. and then you that know. sense of accomplishment of yes. what they did in two weeks that... Yeah. You, you can't perhaps remember two months where you did that much yeah. mm-hmm. or cared to do that much. Yeah. Well, and there again, it's boosting that self-confidence. So when they do go back into their arts program in the, in the school or anything that they're doing for that matter, you know, they have that, that level of confidence that is just, you know, I think you can see that in the two students that we brought, you know, Sophia's story. And um, I love that. when truly parents helps or administrators say to you or ask you, why art? Why the arts? And, and they genuinely mean it. What do you say? All of the social things, you know, the team building, the leadership skills. But then we do have cohort study here done in Florida that links the academic achievement to the number of years that have been studied in the arts, as well as the dropout rate is reduced and the graduation rates are increased. And so we have that data that we can point to. But all of the, the 21st century career skills that are needed um, have, have been a, a big topic of discussion for us because the buzzword is kind of career and college and career readiness. Mm-hmm. And we can show that our arts, that through arts classes and arts experiences, our kids are developing those. They I say love that, that the future are a lot of right brain careers that are going to be needed, people that can help people work with those skills. Is that math? Right brain, no, that's <laughs> it's steam. It's called steam now. In, in fact, right brain is more creative. Oh, uh, okay, okay, okay. I'll put a plug in that we had, we have a new high school. We haven't built a new high school in many, many years. We have a new yeah. high school, gorgeous high school coming up, and it was to be a STEM school. And through the support of United Arts and J.P. Morgan Chase, it has been changed into a STEAM school wow. with the support of a superintendent who believed that the arts were just as important in, you know, that the creative industry is as important in developing the kids. Wow. And the superintendent in Osceola County, I, tell me her name again. Deborah Pace. Yeah, but she's a big, a big fan of the arts, absolutely. right? Absolutely. And, and prior to her was Melba Luciana was the superintendent when the school was first envisioned, and mm. she was totally behind turning it into the steam 
high school. It helps to have leadership that really supports Absolutely. a vision like that. So yes. we in, in Central Florida, we are so lucky to have great foundations and great funders who believe in our community programs and our school programs. And you guys uh, received for the second year in a row, maybe the third, second year second, in a row, year. A, mm-hmm. a, a fantastic grant from the Dr. Phillips Charities. So tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, yeah. that's that's great. Um, so the Dr. Phillips Charities, we're so blessed to um, to once again receive this funding this year. Um, so it's through Dr. Phillips Charities with uh, support also from Tupperware mm. and our Osceola County Commissioners. Um, and it's going to fund several programs in Osceola County. Um, What's it called? It is, well, it's a, just an arts enrichment program got it. to enrich arts experiences from, kin, from um, pre-K, VPK, in our string program that you mm-hmm. saw our little VPK fiddlers, yep. Josh, all the way through high school, all wow. the way through 12th grade. So it's really impacting a broad spectrum and across arts disciplines. Thank That's you. That's awesome. And so what are some of the types of things that you're going to do through this? So in addition to the VPK strings, we also have uh, the Center for Contemporary Dance will be hosting third grade um, intensives that they come into the schools and uh, perform for the students. We also have Osceola Arts. Uh, collaborating with uh, field trips for our fourth grade students, getting them into the galleries and um, also having a hands-on theater experience at the um, Osceola Arts um, venue. Uh, The Orlando Philharmonic will be coming to our Osceola County School for the Arts for all of our fifth grade students. Um, Of course, we have Central Florida Community Arts that's going to be doing an original musical based on the life of Frederick Douglass for all of our eighth grade students. Um, we're going to be collaborating with the Orlando Shakespeare Theater yeah. to bring in some resources for our middle and high school students. And then, of course, our Road to College, which is in collaboration with the START program that we're talking about today. So that program, what we have, uh, we started it last year um, with the funding that we received last year, and we're going to continue it again this year. Um, what we end up doing is bringing some of the students down during the school year and actually go into the schools each of our high schools and do a workshop specifically, more specifically based on getting those students college ready. Audition what, prep aud- type Audition stuff? prep. Mm-hmm. What does it take to, um, to, to audition? What, what are they looking for? Um, both Sophia and Frank have been a part of that program too. So, so Frank, tell us about your experience um, with the program. What, did, did it help you feel ready for the auditions? Oh, yeah. I think that uh, everything that I learned going into my college auditions, I learned from that program um uh they came they came down to osceola county for the first time to view um to view everyone that wanted to come with their pieces to view them a couple times over give them some direction and then um everybody that went up to new york for all of the uh, all of the auditions for one time for unifieds in new york um we did a little class with them and they they saw our pieces again and they uh gave us some tips what and, did you find most helpful what hit what um, tip helped you the most? I think that everyone there was really focused on, um, well, we were all nervous because uh, we, we just got to New York like the night before. Um, and we're also focused on, we're all in our heads about our pieces. And what they, what they all said was just to stand still, breathe, and not to put that much anxiety behind it. Just be yourself. 
That um, seems so simple, but it's really not, <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. Mary, you're a professional mm-hmm. performer. You know that. Like, just getting out of your own head and out of your yeah. own space is so much a part of a good audition. My acting teacher in New York once told us something that I, to, to this day I share with people. She was married to a chiropractor who told her that what happens in our body when we're nervous and when we're excited is the exact same thing. The butterflies in your stomach, when you, get, you sweat and you get these chills. And, and she said the difference is our perspective. So just change your mind how you think about it and even just say, I'm excited, not nervous. And excitement opens for possibility mm-hmm. and nervous tends to close down inspiration. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I love that. Um, and the key thing they wanted, they said it was, um, you know, this is, they're, they're getting to know you now. They're not looking at your application, not looking at your sheet. So whatever you're doing for them has to be true to you. Um, and yeah, so I think... Every time before I went into an audition, I kept that in my mind of staying calm, not thinking about what I'm about to do. And I, that was the main thing I, I pulled away from it. Staying in the moment. Yeah. That's good, great. Good for you. How, what did you audition when you did went to Juilliard or to go into Juilliard? What did you do? Um, so, you know, for, for the majority of the colleges, it's kind of it's the kind of the same thing. You need like um, two contemporaries were uh, like two contrasting contemporary monologues or they'll ask for one contemporary one classical um at juilliard they ask for two classical and two contemporary and um at first you just have to do one classical one contemporary and then they might ask you to come back into the room and do more um but for me i did uh edgar from king lear um i did a piece from home free from um I mean, yeah, I did a piece from Home Free, piece from True West, and uh, another Shakespeare, but I, I forgot. Mm. Another Shakespeare. There's many of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I have a question for both of you. If you could have the ideal job at the end of your school days, what would it be? Would it be television, film, stage, singing, acting? What? For me, it would be um, musical theater mm-hmm. on stage. Mm-hmm. That would be Broadway? the ideal. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, uh, for me, um, oh, that's really hard. Um, <laughs> I would say something where I'm I'm making, I would say, d- make creating a show, creating something on stage. Ah, yeah. so more of a writer or producer, or I would want to work with a group to to get something done. So like, not a one man show. Then. Yeah, so like there, I would I would want to you know create an idea and have have it just kind of form. We're gonna I mean, say we're gonna say that you you got that collaborative spirit from your experience. Yeah, and I, I think that's really important. It started at, at St. Cloud. I that's it's a huge thing that we go off of, of, um, you know, and with the audition process, like Miss Miss Femi was saying, how you're in a group and even in the program, the final showcase is you're in a group and you have to somehow create something. Mm-hmm. And I, I think it's really important on, on a communication skills and being open and listening to other people's ideas. And a theme that we played a lot with, uh, with start this year was, um, like a four step process of how to, of how to interpret stuff. And uh, you don't want to judge until the last part. So I think, you know, working in groups also helps with that of hearing other people's ideas and and taking what you can get from them and, and you know, not instantly judging something. It's such great okay. skill and people knowledge to have going forth in life to know that that's really the secret. Those that can work well with others. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, and to have learned it at such a young age. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and I'm sure some of it, many of it came from this program. So Debbie, what is it that, uh, that you guys what does the future look like? Do you see adding even more disciplines? Do you see it being a longer time for the students to get together? What What's the future like? 
I know one thing that we've talked about is trying to transform our arts teachers as well as our arts students. And we do that in a minimal way right now. We we open up a couple of our days when when the teaching artists are here for professional development for our teachers to come in and observe. So they're watching their own students um, working with these teaching artists. And hopefully it's it's giving them a little bit of a different perspective on things and a different perspective on their students. I would love to expand our program where the teaching artists would actually have time to work with our teachers mm. and put our teachers through some of the same type. I, when I'm in a room watching magic happen, I, I can hardly peel myself away. When my phone goes off, I <laughs> I storm out and take that call because I, I, I'm so mesmerized by it. And I want all of our teachers to experience that level of appreciation of what our kids are having. So I think... You know, if if I could have one wish on how to expand, it's not so much that I'd want to make the program bigger in that we'd have more students, because I think we have about the right number. I think mm. more students would change the dynamics a little mm. bit, yes. but it would be to Include affect the, the faculty, teachers, yeah. maybe. How can, how can uh, are people help? Those that are listening, if they want to volunteer or support your what you're doing, how, how can that happen? Well, um, there is on our website, we have a donate page. So um, we, we're always looking for, for funding to help. You know, it is costly to bring the Juilliard students down to, you know, we have to pay for their transportation and everything and housing. And um, so it, um, the website is www.startosceola.org. Start Start Osceola. Osceola. Start Osceola.org. Yeah, and you can find out, you can go in and read the mission and the history and and all about, um, and then you can also, for next summer, see when you can come see performances, right? Sure. Absolutely. Do you ever need volunteers? No. Uh, If you could always reach out to, uh, via the website and um, and And request the volunteers. Um, I know there's a section too for in-kind donations that we're always looking for, Mm. you know, things to build props with. Great. You can That's click great. on the big yellow contact That's us button. Right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It's so bright and pretty on there. Well, it has been a pleasure learning about what You're you guys here. are doing to this program. And uh, I think we give you we give you congrats and kudos to the work that you're doing, not just through this program, but through all of the arts enrichment. And for bringing uh, your you living examples here today. <laughs> yeah. and, and Sophia and Frank, we look forward to hearing great things from both of you. Congrats mm-hmm. on and heading off to school. And, thank and Christine, you. thank you for the work that you do as well. We're uh, especially uh, dealing with, with students on the spectrum. What an incredible person it yes. takes um, to do that. So, Mary, what a fun show. I'm inspired. Yeah. I so, want to go back to college. You are. <laughs> <laughs> I do not. Have fun with that. So startosceola.org. Startosceola.org. Go and check that out and learn more about the Summer Start Arts Intensive and the great things that are happening in the Osceola County Public Schools. Here, here. Yeah, and Another join us next show. week. Yes, we'll see you then. All right, Magic 107.7 FM from, from the, the heart. heart.